and still had to get back in the ring last weekend. Oh, that, I mean, like I said, that was just a fun experience with a little exhibition with Eric Morales. It's a fundraiser. Uh, some people were actually thinking it was going to be a real fight or something. It's not. It was a fundraiser, a little sparring session. It was a friendly sparring session to raise funds for our boy Isaac. Uh, so that's all it was. Um, but it was fun to be able to do that with him. You know, so I gave uh, a lot of thanks to Eric for actually being able to come down and volunteer his time um, for a great cause. And so we were, we were happy to do it, and uh, it, it turned out great. We had a great turnout, um, some, some uh, good, uh, good uh, moments there, some good laughs. You know, that's, that's all it is. And like I said, it's for a great cause. I asked Elspeth Spence the same question. Have you seen a, a, an increase in your profile since, obviously, since the Spence fight? And what has that been like? I mean, I... I haven't noticed much different. I mean, I've always been the same, you know. Um, you know, we, we had a great turnout. You know, we had a great turnout there, and I'm sure we're going to continue to have uh, great fights, great turnouts. Um, we're excited to, to have that fight. It was a great experience. Um, you know, now that, that we're uh, looking for the next next fight, that's, that's all it is. You know, we've got to keep moving forward. Lucky you, uh, you seem to kind of still have the weight. You got some good weight on you still. Well, I, I did go to the snack again. <laughs> hey, go get the ticket. I, I went up to snack just, uh, we were there for four, four and a half weeks, five weeks um, to continue and then get that work in. And um, I still have the, you know, I wanted to build some, some muscles just to keep that weight there uh, in case I decided to fight at 47. You know, if the right-off fight was available, you know, that I didn't have problems again, feeling sluggish and slow. So I want to make sure I can keep the speed. Um, just couldn't couldn't do it on fight night. Everything else was doing well. I was doing fine every, every other night, except for fight. It just wasn't me. That's it. Was fight, was, you don't feel that welterweight was maybe just a little too big? That well, these I, guys th I think what happened, see, I didn't, it's not the size, really, of, of the opponent. It was just me, the size in me on fight night. I mean, I had never stepped in fight inside of the ring at you know 152 154 you know i was always weighing in around 45 for on fight nights this time i'm at you know 54 on fight night i think those 10 pounds actually you know did affect me so that's why i want to make sure that i can perform at that weight um and that's why we've kept you know the workouts we've kept you know working on on, on the body on the size um we've been getting some work in some sparring just to stay stay in shape um, we still don't know. Like I said, I, I don't know where I'm gonna fight. 40-47. I'm available to fight anybody. You know, 40-47. So we'll make that decision later, and you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, you know, we're just staying in shape. Is 135 for sure in the rear view now? Or? Well, if I do uh, 140 first and then make my way down to 35, that's that's a possibility. But I just won't be able to do that on my first one. And the reason why we vacated the the title, like I mentioned before, I was supposed to fight the mandatory. Um, and I was just was interested in, in defending that, that mandatory, especially not after fighting at 47, coming all the way down to 35, which is not an, an option for me. So we needed to vacate the title. There was no no uh, reason, you know, to hold on to a title, pretend like I'm gonna be there if I'm not. You know, they had already granted me permission to fight at 47, and now they needed, you know, to defend the title at 35, and I just wasn't available. Is it safe to say that I, I feel like if it's not a named fighter, Mikey Garcia's name is not going to be next to him? Well, I mean, it could be, you know, we could fight other guys, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could do it if I wanted to, but if it's not attractive enough for me, then it's, it's not that, you know, it, I want to make sure that the fans get their money's worth and get fights that they are asking for, and if I fight 
you know, a top contender, but that's still fairly unknown. The fans don't like that. The fans will start clamoring and calling for other names, and I just don't feel right doing that. I think I've I've uh, shown the fans that I'm willing to fight anybody, and I, I want to fight champions. You know, I want to fight the best, and that's that's what I'm looking for. You know, so. It's, it's not always easy to, to get a hold of certain names that the fans would want to see, but I work on, on getting those fights. I'm trying to get some fights for the fans, and um, you know, if, if, if there's a good opponent, you know, a good contender that starts developing and doing well, then we definitely consider him as well. Yeah. I feel like the fans would give you a pass, man. I'm the next one if you want, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it, it could happen. You know, every, every once in a while, you know, the great champions take, you know, tune-up fights. But uh, I don't, I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> I mean, it could happen. I mean, you never know. If, if if all the champions are taken already, then what am I supposed to do? You know, so I'll fight somebody else. You know, but I still want to have a top contender. I don't want to just fight, you know, guys rated too low. I, I want to fight top guys. 140 is on the path for an undisputed champion. Yeah. Um, would that entice you if there was just one uh, one champion left at 140 between Hooker, Ramirez, Pro Race, and Taylor? Look, of course, that, that would be a great opportunity to, to collect all the belts at one or, or two fights. But, you know, they, they already got their fights lined up. So, like I said, all those champions are already, uh, you know, lined up to fight each other. So, there's no title fight available for me right now. So, if I decided to fight at 40, it would have to be against another contender because the title fights are not available yet. Um, but if that fight was against one of the champions or against the winner of the tournament and that was presented, then I would definitely look into that more because I, I would have an opportunity to win you know, championship fights, you know, multiple titles at once and claim, you know, supremacy. I mean, that's that's what every fighter would like to, to do. And, um, I mean, I, I look forward to something like that. We just don't know if it will happen right Is now. Is there anything you can share on the rumors as far as you facing Danny Garcia? I know yeah, nothing's official. I mean, if, if you keep up with media, you know, everybody spread out like if it was already a done deal and it, it, it really wasn't. In fact, I actually texted the reporter who broke news and I texted him exactly what what um, what agreement did I do? Because I don't even know what you're talking about. What what terms did I agree on? I don't even know. Because maybe you know something I don't know. And, and that's exactly the truth. I had no no uh, terms, no agreement, no nothing. A few months back, it was brought up to my attention if I would be interested in in a potential fight with Danny. If that's something that would interest me, sure, it interests me just like it interests me right now. But that was it. There was never any discussion along the dates or venues or or network or anything like that so i don't know where all the other rumors come from but it happens sometimes in boxing the media it's all right do you we'll, we'll look forward to, to working on something like that if it's available do you feel like going forward it's necessary for you to fight on pay-per-view now that you kind of got introduced to that and uh, we've seen you on pay-per-view it's not it's not necessary but if the right opponent's in front of me i think it makes sense um because also my opponents also are expecting a bigger payday just because they feel they feel that oh well if, if Mikey just did a pay-per-view and he did so well we should be you know getting paid so much the network can only pay X amount guarantee if anything after that budget then you are forced to do pay-per-view so it, it might lead to a pay-per-view for the right opponent if it's not the right opponent and he's not trying to get you know overpaid then we don't have to do pay-per-view I mean it's not something that that's um, a necessary thing um but with the right opponents i think pay-per-view makes sense because everybody uh, is 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 uh at a, that level now you know if my opponent's at that level then we could definitely probably push for pay-per-view if it's if it makes better sense. last one for me uh, real quick um 
Is Eddie Hearn still trying to sign you? Is Eddie Hearn still trying to sign you? <laughs> he, he, you know, he, he's always uh, reaching out once in a while. We've had a few conversations. Um, he's never proposed an official, official offer like that. He's thrown out some figures regarding potential fights just to compare and see if I'm able to go in that direction. I mean, all I did is I, I tell him, look, if I'm still saying no, if I'm not taking your deal, then you know what I'm doing. I'm, uh, without me telling you the numbers that I'm making, I'll tell you, you know, in a different way. I got something good going on over here. Um, so that, that's all it is. But, I mean, he's, he's a cool guy. The, the times that I've met with him and talked to him, very straightforward, down to business, you know, tells me exactly what he feels is good and what I should be able to do. Um, but there's never been that official offer for multiple fight or anything like that. It's just uh, conversations. Jose Ramirez, he wins all the belts at 140. Would you fight him or no? I think I'm gonna ask him to vacate some belts for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we wouldn't fight each oh. other. You know, we wouldn't fight each of other. Of course not. And then you're I, I, would, I would just ask him, hey, bro, please vacate one of them belts. <laughs> vacate vacate one, one nice of the belts so I, can, so I can pick one up. <laughs> nah, I mean, as long as, as long as he's in the team, you know, we would never fight fight each other. Um, other other occasions already have happened where we have multiple champions in the same division, in the same gym. And we just don't fight each other. Um, you know, Lovano was champion when I was a contender. I didn't go after his title. Um, then it was me and Mexican Gradovich, uh, Mexican Russian, Nonito. and Nonito and Quajar. But we were on the same gym, so we were never gonna fight each other. So I mean, it's just we're we're family. Once we're in the gym, if he leaves the gym or if one of the fighters leaves the gym, that's a different story. But as long as we're together in the same gym, no, nah, we wouldn't. Mikey, I'm sure you've talked about this a bunch, but uh, what was your reaction, man, when Andy Ruiz uh, won the heavyweight championship? That's, uh, I, I was, I was oh, the only one jumping boy. up and down. I was the only one cheering for him, man. Everybody around me was all sad and <laughs> all bummed out about Joshua getting stopped, but I was the only one cheering for my boy. You know, I went out, you know, he, he, he's, a, he's a great guy. You know, I, I met him years, you know, when we were still both at top rank. So, quiet guy, very, very uh, cool guy, humble. His dad, you know, I met him there. And, so it was it was uh, nice to be able to uh, surprise the world like that. His life turned, you know, a full 360 and shot straight to the top, and that's 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 amazing. You know, well deserved for him. Um, it was it was a terrific night. It was a great fight, and coming from a knockdown makes it even bigger for him. So I was I was very happy for him. I saw him in the back. Again. What was that you said to him before he got into the ring? See, he was he was in the in the locker room, and some reporters were there, and. They asked him, you know, how does it feel to fight at Madison Square Garden? And he says, wow, I'm very excited. You know, I'm, I'm a little nervous. It's my first time at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. It's my first time in New York, period. And, oh, my God, it's the first time with this big event. And, and I kind of, like, kind of butted in. I'm like, hey, bro, hey, you got to relax. You got to know that inside that ring, it's the same four ropes and the same four corners. Different guy, but you've already done this all your life. You know what it takes. You've been in the gym. You've trained for this specific night. You just got to get in there and execute. Forget about what the media says. Forget about what the promotion says forget about what the odds and the critics forget about that you know what you got to do and you can definitely do it you know you believe in yourself you can do it you got the power you got the hand speed to do it he's vulnerable on paper he looks like to be like the better fighter the height the reach a little more polished all the titles accolades but he's vulnerable people forget that every time he gets in exchanges he gets caught he gets he's been dropped he's been hurt and if others have hurt him you, you can't do it of course you can you just gotta do it and so i mean i, I don't know if that might have Lifted his spirit up a little bit or not, but that's that's all I told him. And yeah, okay. thank you, Mike. We gotta go. Oh, Appreciate you, Mike. Thank you guys. Thank you.